Oh, talk linked. Didn't see that one coming. No? Especially with you here again. That's the biggest surprise. But the topic for this video is John Deere tractors and them actually getting a, a jailbreak thanks to a hacker uh, that was shown off at DEF CON. Let me show you. Boom. This nope. Is, Boom. This is what I've always wanted is farmers playing video games <laughs> out on the field. Well, but that's why this is kind of uh, very interesting because we've seen that this has been sort of like a meme, like Doom, uh, someone installs Doom on a pregnancy test, someone installs Doom on a fridge. That's impressive. On like a tiny little Lego brick or whatever. And so I think that there was there was a tendency for some outlets, this was interesting because we covered it in, in, in TechLink the other day, some outlets reported on this and they were just like, whoa, Doom, another wacky guy installed Doom on a funny thing. Then there were other outlets like uh, Ars Technica reposting a Wired article um, and others that were able to see this for what it is, which is an ex a significant moment in the right to repair issue. And the reason why I brought you on, Jonathan. Why? Because you're an Apple guy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Apple loves locking down hardware in the same way that John Deere has. Yeah. But there's an argument to be made for John Deere. But you would even say you that maybe- You think I'm gonna make that argument? Well, I don't know. Probably not. But see, this is why I asked <laughs> you before we started recording, I was like, how do you feel about iPhones and jailbreaking? Yeah. And you were like, I joke, what did you- I, I tried, I did attempt to jailbreak an iPhone once in my life. Yes. This was to get iOS 6 on my iPhone 5. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was, it was just way more work than it was worth. Like what I mean, in the, I mean, you could talk about the way it's locked down. Like it'd be really nice to be able to install an older version of an OS on on an iPhone because mm -hmm. you can do that on a Mac if the Mac did support that version. You can do that on basically every blah, other blah, type blah. of hardware. So, um, <laughs> uh, but you can't do it on an iPhone because they 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 sign it with their servers, and so if you try to install an old version, it just won't it won't it won't work. So like I I was like just trying to get it to work, and it still was like. It was like a temporary fix in that if I rebooted the iPhone, it would just go back to. Oh it was yeah, just like yeah, some, yeah, those are things. So like they I've they make it hard. Times. They yeah. make it really hard, and for someone like me, uh, not worth it. Right. But because you I'm were... glad it's worth it for other people to you know. I, I see. I appreciate the work other people have done to do it because it's. Um, I think it shows vulnerabilities that can get fixed. Um, it allows for a little bit of invention. I think you. Especially in the early days of the iPhone, you saw a lot of um, ideas and features that people wrote for jailbroken iPhones actually trickle into iOS. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, I'm not against it in the, in like a really military you're not, way. You're not against it from the perspective of like people should have a right to do this, of course. Yeah, like you're, not, you're not like oh, you're, I, I should I should be out there fighting right to repair legislation. Oh, like no, no. But <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a lobbyist. But I think what no, I, was, I, I, I thought it was be, would be the interesting only people to, who do that get paid to. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, like and they get paid and, handsomely. And it's been interesting to see the right to repair movement because I don't, I can't think of anyone who like any real people other than these like corporate lobby lobbyists who would actually oppose it. Yeah. Like no, 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 no. We trust us. We don't know what we're doing, <laughs> but like you know, it's funny because you see, you see the like the the things that these lobbyists say, and they're like, it's less about, oh, people can't be trusted to 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 repair their things. It's more about like 
if you if you enact these 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 legislations that will give uh, consumers more rights to repair their own stuff without having to deal with like authorized services or whatever, mm-hmm. that will inhibit the ability of companies like Apple or John Deere or whatever to you know have tight security and like protect against hackers and 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 you know quickly execute uh repair measures that they need to do or like whatever so it's like that you know that's fair yeah there, there's a perspective yeah. there yeah but yeah. it's you know it, when you actually talk to people on the ground you see that it's basically only the perspective perspective of these lobbyists well i mean as i was thinking about uh, where this topic could go um, in the half hour I had to prepare. Um, <laughs> you had more because was, it took me almost half an hour true, to set true. up. I was thinking about my experience recently with the uh, Apple self-serve repair program, which we did a video mm. on Mac address. Uh, go check it out. It's very good. Um, uh, surprise ending. Um, you haven't watched it? When did that come out? Oh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, Anyway, so... <laughs> I was on vacation a couple weeks ago, and you knew that. But you never subscribed to Mac Address, clearly. So I am uh, subscribed. <laughs> suffice to say, on TechLink, one of the one of the most annoying. There's a lot of annoying things about it. Like it's great you can buy the tools to fix the iPhone, or you can rent the tools, and like they're really cool tools, and they do the job, and they help you open up your iPhone safely and easily and properly. But uh, they have a system configuration system where mm. if you replace the screen or you replace the battery or, or in a couple of other parts you have to go through this rigmarole to tell the phone that this is an official screen right and it's so annoying i took like multiple chat sessions and i mean i think we may have broken the volume button on the phone so i couldn't actually go into di- diagnostics mode blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> um <laughs> we but we got it to work but i was just thinking about like why does it have to be that way why can't it just be so- as simple as just transparency uh, of the display manufacturer that's found in the abouts page. Like if you were to get a screen on your old com- desktop computer, you would know that you bought a ViewSonic and it was right, a piece, right, piece right. of crap. And then you deal with Sony the screen. monitor And manufacturer. it's just like literally in front of you. Yeah. Right, right. So why can't that be done on, on a phone? Like what's... Well, you know, I, I, exactly. That's the question, right? And I feel like uh, iFixit has done a great job of working with, um, I think they've worked with Google and Samsung, Microsoft, yeah. Maybe some other people as well. Did they? I think there was some sort of partnership with Apple as well. Yeah, it could be that like iFixit consulted Apple. Apple's like, what yeah. do you think we should do? And iFixit said, do all these things. And Apple's like, uh. I think it was more that where you know Apple kind of sees the the winds blowing here. Where okay, yeah. this right to repair thing is important. Uh, you know, the U.S. President Biden did an executive order last year in 2021. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit before the show. That wasn't like legislation. That's no. just him saying. Hey, regulatory people, let's the, get some right to repair in, yeah, going. I mean, here. well, it, in this case, I, right to repair specifically was for agriculture in that executive order. And I just have the fact sheet here. It says encourages I think uh, the FTC to limit powerful equipment manufacturers from restricting people's ability to use independent repair shops or do DIY repairs, such as when tractor companies block farmers from repairing their own yeah, yeah. tractors. I think it said such a, like that was the example given, but I think that he also talked about electronics in a different thing, maybe. But anyways, regardless, the, the, what he said applies broadly to, you know, just... It should apply broadly. Yeah, yeah. companies who yeah. do these kind of things. Um, so back to the uh, hacker installing Doom on a tractor. Yes, yes I do realize. Um, well, no, I think that's that's all go part ahead, of the conversation. <laughs> but I think the reason why this is so interesting and why some people were just kind of like... Uh, some people saw it as not just another, like, wacky installing Doom on something weird thing is because... John Deere has been one of the, you know, as as you said, they were 
they were basically not named by name, or were they named by name in the executive order? But they were they referred said large, to. Yeah. This is large agricultural manufacturers. Right. <laughs> so this has been a controversy for a while. And the, the best argument that I saw against ha uh, giving regular people access to these systems is that instead of like it just being an iPhone or something, mm. it what you're dealing with is you know large, powerful farming equipment yeah. with motorized spiky bits on them. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't own a farm. I I don't I don't go on farms. I did when I was a child. Now I got another topic journey. I was like, because the other Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, let me finish my point. Sorry. <laughs> so it's large, powerful uh, farming equipment. And I think I found this post back in 2017 because I think ba there, uh, there was sort oh, of Oh, that's where this is from. I thought this was recent. Yeah, there was a I burst of activity uh, talking about this stuff in 2017. There yeah. was, there's also a Vice article uh, talking about the, uh, the black market of John Deere tractor right. hacking where, you know, people took this into their own hands and maybe they weren't able to like fully fully jailbreak or fully like get full access to it as uh, as it appears that this uh, sick codes hacker has. But um, yeah, back in 2017, they were talking about it. And this guy posted on a Hacker News uh, Y Combinator. Uh, actually, I don't entirely know how this site works. Anyways, this guy says that he um, used to work for John Deere and he worked on software. Yeah. And that was his argument essentially. That like, listen guys. It's really dangerous. These are not riding lawnmowers. They are 30 ton combines and 20 ton tractors tilling fields with massive horsepower behind them. They have real potential to end people's lives in the event of failure. And these tractors do, in testing, fail in spectacular ways. If a team of 100 engineers struggle with their code base, code base, code base internally, Joe Farmer, oh, that's rude, isn't going to have a effing clue how to repair their software correctly. Now, this was great because I was like, okay, you know what? That's a fair point. Yeah. You don't want people killing themselves. Yeah. With Apple, it's like, pfft, what are you scared of? What are, what are we scared of? People like letting a virus onto their iPhone and whoopsies. I mean, but this is like, comes all the time. at least this argument kind of makes a, makes a play for it's like, listen, you're not playing around with toys. These are important so, tools. Uh, see, the thing about computers is, <laughs> what? <laughs> They're really complicated machines. <laughs> the thing about computers is <laughs> binary code. So I, I mean, I, I'm a bit of a car guy. So I, you see this sort of thing. You You're know, a car guy. I am a car guy. That's I don't get it, but continue. Um, and so <laughs> you see this sort of thing with computers and cars. And like in the early days of of computation in cars, it was like engine management systems. They were very closed systems. They just figured out how to manage the the car's ignition and whatever. Yeah. And that was it. And then you start seeing the tech industries move fast and break things culture sort of creep in. Oh. Oh, you know what you really want is over the air updates. Oh my gosh. And it's just like, I don't know about that. <laughs> and like this, and in the case of like John Deere tractors like this, like, oh, why, do you, why do we need all these firmware updates? And why do you need to only go to the dealer for that? Um, yeah, yeah. You and know, like, Right. It just, I don't so you're, know. So you're somebody who's more into the like analog type of car situation? Like, do you, I know. I, well, I, you don't I, like when, you, you don't like that they're basically turning cars into like fancy uh, cutting edge tech products. No, I don't like the culture of the of Silicon Valley uh, creeping, the, the bad aspects of the culture of Silicon Valley creeping its way into, oh. into the, in the way we interact you would prefer, with cars. You'd prefer cars to be a bit more of like a known, known, uh, I just, quantity? I don't want, known, I don't want, phenomenon. Those, I, I don't 
I don't want touch screens. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's funny because I just saw an article today talking about uh, some study. I didn't. I just scrolled. Yeah, past yeah, it. I saw it. Yes, but it was like, oh, people prefer or, or people, touch screens are they're horrible. Basically, objectively worse than buttons. Oh yeah, unbelievably in, in so. Yeah. Right. So then the question is like, okay, so the way Silicon Valley works and the way that that structure is and how they interact with software and hardware, blah, blah, blah. And that going into agriculture equipment, like, is I, that's probably not a good thing. Right. <laughs> right. And, but but you can see these companies like John Deere taking advantage of of the structure, for instance, like the Digital Millennium Copyright Act and, all, and that sort of thing. And, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And for doing it. I but, see what you're saying. And then there's, like, greater consequences to that because it's right. not just a phone. This is like, okay, there is this argument that tractors are dangerous and, you know, you shouldn't have the ability there anyway. Absolutely. But... but, but but They're, because of that, why they should have part, a, they should they should be they don't need to like I don't know what's the updates for. The updates are so that you you can till uh, till two percent two percent more crop. <laughs> I, mean, I mean honestly, but like if that was an update, I don't know if that's a real update, but. Uh, because we just made it up just here. But if that was a thing that happened, you know, may, I, I can see farmers wanting that because they're like, wait, if if I spend 2% less time doing a thing that true, usually takes yeah, me yeah, like yeah. hours to do, yeah, that I definitely but want like, that. But if you have some sort of like, you know, whatever tilling management system, like, um, okay, I should, I have another thought. So when I was researching the iPad Pro and I was scratching my head as to like what's the professional use of this device, yeah, uh, I was talking to Colin actually, but uh, he sh he kind of showed me this farmer who had who uploaded videos about like how he farms and he has an iPad and it was like really cool how all this technology is working together where he showed the iPad screen and it was basically showing exactly how he was how he was planting the seeds on the field and you could like see it and uh, and it, like these things run semi-autonomously as well like right. he just sits there and it's just going well and you can and yeah, see and like and another... you can see you can see where the seeds go in and what seeds didn't go in and right. so he could go back and check and like there's like a whole mapping system and so like it's like really you're cool playing harvest moon totally but like a really complicated advanced version of that in mm. the real world <laughs> uh and like <laughs> so there's like really cool stuff uh there's really cool technology there um which is really great, and I guess there is a difficulty in terms of how does it all interact with each other. But um, I don't know. Like that's a use case. That's that's a positive. That is uh, a positive case use case. But does it need to be locked have... down completely? Like, exactly. Exactly. So like, after all, you know, th this this guy wrote this post. He's like, oh, you don't want, you don't want to deal with it. It's too dangerous. Be, so it should be locked down. And honestly, the first reply posted on April tenth, twenty seventeen, by Plink Plunk, uh huh, uh, a hero. A hero in the in the industry. Have you heard of him before? No. You've seen all but his I, posts. No, but I like his name. I'm Link gonna blog. see where else. He's um, he's basically like, listen, that's you know that's fine, but the fact that things are locked down now means that uh, that farmers when when things happen and they need to fix their stuff, they can only go to these authorized guys, and it's not these authorized dealers, and it's not like your iPhone where you could just like book a genius appointment and use your laptop uh, in the meantime, or lose or use your old phone or whatever, and then like you know just pop into the Apple Store and give it to the person and they fix it immediately. You know, this is a situation where your your farming equipment has broken down. It's sitting in the middle of the field. Yeah, it costs apparently hundreds of dollars just to get a service call in in some cases, yeah. and then you're sitting there waiting for the guy to show up to, to take a look at it because only that person has the like software capable to get into yeah. the, the nitty gritty with it and try and fix the issue. 
And that's just, honestly, as soon as I read that, I was like, well, okay, that blows up the danger argument then. Yeah, because now the danger's crops going bad. Yeah. yeah, and then the other side of that is that I've seen lots of people saying, listen, farmers have been dealing with dangerous farm equipment <laughs> for hundreds, thousands, whatever, I don't know, of years, centuries at the very least. Yeah. It, it's definitely longer than that. Yeah. That humans have been around, I'd say. But also, like, you can develop and design uh, fail-safes. And uh, you can also, you know, develop and design ways to make sure that simple repairs are manageable. I feel like printers come to mind. <laughs> Where a lot of the time, instead of either repairing their printer or taking it somewhere to repair, people just buy a new printer when their ink runs out. Now there are there are yeah. ways to get around this. Obviously, people have like you know fill your own ink cartridges, and some companies are better than others. But uh, yeah, it's not just Apple. But I think Apple is such an interesting uh, example because they are in the news a lot. We talk about them on our channel. Well, they're just a lot. the biggest company. Yeah, and I think that they've they've put forward the uh, argument again and again that we know what's safe and good to run on our hardware, mm -hmm. and you don't, and so you need to rely on us. Apple has really high standards for the products they want to make, and they believe that by controlling the whole aspect of it, they can do a better job. And there have been examples where that has worked, and there's been examples where that hasn't worked. Um, and so, for instance, they have really high standards for the displays that are installed on iPhones. And like, I can tell if somebody's had their screen repaired with the less quality. Oh yeah. Screen. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've I, and like this is good. This takes back years. Like somebody with an iPhone four. I remember looking at the screen. I'm like, ah, oh, you got your screen repaired. I'm like, what? How do you know? So like, you can you can eyeball that. You can eyeball it. Dang. That's how that's how good the that's how good the OEM screens are, right? But on the flip side, if someone who doesn't care about that <laughs> wants to spend less to fix their screen because their phone's four years old and they exactly. just want to get another year or two out of it, yeah, I I don't see why that should be prevented. You know, it's interesting. I feel like I feel like we're coming into this era in the sort of like modern technological internet age where uh, you know, there was th there was this golden era of like, oh, the internet is this we we kind of talked about this on uh, we did hackers on they're just movies uh, uh -huh. this week with oh. Luke, <laughs> and we talked about how you know when the internet was first kind of arriving, everyone was like, "Wow, it's this like new technology. It's gonna it's gonna level the playing field. It's going to make it so that people aren't uh, you know discriminated against based on things like race, ethnicity, <laughs> age, whatever, uh, skin color, blah blah blah." Because you can choose it in the metaverse. Yeah, well, because because instead of like being yourself on the internet, you can be anyone. That's you right, can yeah. choose a handle and be anonymous and blah, blah, blah. And back then, you know, without our knowledge of today, they were like, yeah, this is going to be a lead to a utopia. And now, and then we kind of went through this period of cynicism, which we still are in, I think. There's a, like a lot of no, nihilism. I feel like and it's cynicism. only just starting. It's, it, it is. Uh, you know, because the internet has been, instead of being this big open play uh, field, it's been splintered into these like corporatized, uh, you know, mini internets that interact with each other. And that's, yeah. and the metaverse is the next thing there. But is it? I'm saying in other ways, like with right to repair, I think that there's like, we're, we're going past the phase where companies have, have had, as you said, used other types of laws and other ways of thinking like the Digital Millennium yeah, Copyright yeah. Act, DMCA. And they're like, hey, wait, if this is a precedent, we can use that to lock down our hardware over here. And we're coming past that a little bit now where 
I think the people are seeing this and we're seeing legislation come up in America and Canada and other places that are like, actually, now we kind of understand how this is working and we understand what these companies are doing. That's not what we meant. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now it's like, maybe we can start to create some sort of like common sense legislation where it's like, uh, we've lost something in the digitization of this stuff. Like there was this scenario where farmers could go and like fix their own equipment because it was analog. Yeah. And then we tried to digitize everything and put pooters and everything. Yeah. And we realized, wait a second, you can't turn everything into a computer and have it locked down in the same way that like people used to lock down PC systems. Yeah. 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 Now we're coming out the other side. This is hopeful. Well, hopefully. Well, it seems like, it seems like we are. I mean, like, no, it's, there's been good movement. Um, It's very slow. Very brittle, <laughs> um, but very it is, brittle? it is, yeah, it's just like, you're just, oh, you're like, yeah. I don't, is this going to go the way stick? it works? It's going to be lots of arguments. Um, and so I'm excited at the prospect, but like it's, unless there's like real legislative change, mm. if we go through all those court cases and blah, 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 blah it's going to take forever. And I guess it's still going to, it's probably going to take more time to considering like, changes in the demographics of those elected leaders who make write the laws yeah and how their understandings of how things work go and and then their philosophies behind that but um yeah we've just lived in and we're just we just that that techno optimism from the early days of the internet and even even computing was sort of taken advantage of it was to our uh detriment those dang corporal corpo rats <laughs> <laughs> We all, I mean, we all signed up for it. It was like, oh, wow, this is so exciting. It's all going to be really great. And then you're like, wait a minute, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And before you know it. And then you couldn't do anything about it. Your metaverse citizen number 2356. Your Facebook user, whatever. Like, it was was ready back then. Yeah. Like, it was so. it's just taking a long time, well, I guess. It is. It for is. For people to be like, oh, maybe this does matter. To I, but I see some. But I see some hope. Uh, like, I mean, this this jailbreak for John Deere equipment comes after John Deere had already said, like, they, un, they they've been under pressure for a long time, and I think they had already said. Uh, I think it said somewhere that John Deere had, like, pledged to make things easier. Yeah. Uh, sure. Where, where was it? It's Sounds in here somewhere. Great. Oh, facing mounting pressure, John Deere announced in March that it would make more of its repair software available to equipment owners. The company also said at the time that it will release an enhanced customer solution next year. So it's like even John Deere, who is like the worst uh, example of this stuff, has seen this pressure and has relented a little bit, but you know they're not moving fast enough. And this is what's so great about hacking. This is another thing we talked about on the podcast. They're just movies. Subscribe today about hacking as a as a thing. I always thought of hackers as like bad. You know, obviously there are white hat hackers and black hat yeah. and red hat and all these different types of hackers. But for the most part, when people when you say the word hackers, most people in the world I think would think of like evil. You know, trying to trying to steal money and stuff. It is. But like again, back in the '90s, hacking was this like cool new thing that if you were keeping up with the developments and technology and stuff, you could do things that other people couldn't do. Yeah. And it just came down to what kind of a person you were. If Were you a bad person? <laughs> or were you a good person? <laughs> and like trying to uh, trying to do this type of stuff, jailbreaking equipment so that co- cons- consumers have more power and are able to counter these sort of like lockdown measures. Uh, by, I by have something companies. to show you because we're running out of time, but 
I thought we you are. might be interested in this. Technically, we have two minutes uh, left. This is I think Kyleen's from iFixit. He said, sick code says jailbroken to John Deere. And this is just the beginning. Turns out the entire food system is built on outdated, unpatched Linux and Windows CE hardware with LTE modems. Yeah. Remember Windows CE? I, I don't. But what do you? I, well, I guess. I mean, like, I, I could guess what it is, but. You don't even know what Windows CE is? Windows CE, was that the, like, the tournament? Compact the edition. Oh, it was compact. like it was like installed in like Palm Pilots. Oh yeah 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 okay. I used that. My brother had one of those. He had a Windows. Palm he had a Palm Pilot. Yeah, with Windows on it. I was okay. like, this is the coolest thing in the world. I had a Windows mobile phone, which was like a long derivative, oh, the last Windows CE, and it was the worst phone in the whole of human history. <laughs> so Palm this Pilot is very reassuring. Palm Pilot was super cool. I played Snake on there. Oh, nice. <laughs> I did have a Palm Pilot with Palm OS. Yeah. That was much better. But the tweet is is interesting because, it, it as you said, Are it indicates... Yeah, it, it indicates that, like, oh... That's Once we using? realize this kind of stuff, yeah, it's like, you know. It, it's like, I mean, it's like learning your Honda infotainment is, is like Android 4. Yeah. And you're like, oh, great. Uh, <laughs> what do I do with this? I'm dead. <laughs> if anyone gets access to this. But no, more but importantly, at least the Honda's engine management and the t infotainment are split off. Sure. But yeah. more importantly, okay, you, you might see that and you're like, oh, no, I'm vulnerable. But at the same time, it's like, oh sweet, this is vulnerable. I can hack it and do what I want with it because yeah. it's it's the old and I can slow. figure it out. Um, last thing in conclusion is that Biden made this executive order. It seems like that has kind of like and and also pressure for like grassroots uh, organizations like Lewis Rossman obviously yeah. uh, is, is has done a big push on this, and we talked about a uh, cause that he's uh, focusing on now more on the WAN show. So he's still focusing on that. Uh, Canada apparently has a couple right to repair bills, but like they seem to be really specific. Like there's one that's technic. Oh, sorry. This one was talking about TPMs, and I thought they was talking about the trusted platform modules on Windows, on on uh, x86 hardware, uh -huh. which is like a Windows 11 requirement. Yeah. But this Canadian bill that I found, Bill C 272, which uh, was passed through. The yes. second reading. I don't know exactly what that means, even of our, our own government. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's not talking about trusted platform modules. It's talking about technological protection measures. So that could be anything. Oh, I'm reading one about like circumvention of the Copyright Act for repairing. Okay. Is that a Canada thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one is apparently talking about more this broad things as well. Firmware Viewers. restrictions, Wait. encryption. So anyways, the point is that the tides are changing. And I guess... Really slowly. Apple... Is is not as good as as Android after all. Uh, <laughs> See you later. I wouldn't say just that. kidding. Thanks Anything for else. watching. I'm trying to end the episode, Jonathan. And I'm trying to there keep isn't it going. A, we don't have a standardized way it. to end talk linked, so this just, is it. Here's what you do. You just start editing in like some music. Do 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 do. Yeah, they're playing. And then the, the credits My go own up. channel is playing me off. Yeah. Unbelievable. You can do that. That's the magic of subscribe. Editing. Subscribe to Mac address, please, and thank you. And see you later.